Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We are definitely changing direction in a flash. We're going to pivot here on the show (laughs) from Aaron Rodgers to a different type of a life coach, a mental skills coach, and more and more in professional sports and in professional boardrooms with athletes and CEOs at every level. Mental health is in the spotlight, and we're now understanding how, in addition to physical health, or job training, the skills you need to do the actual work that's in front of you, you have to be in the right frame of mind. And so much of that is dealing with adversity. My friend Darlene Santor goes by Coach Dar. I'm not sure that I have another friend who has dealt with adversity so gracefully and not only maintains her incredible smile, but her spirit. It is indefatigable. She's beautiful inside and out. And the the pride now is over this incredible book that she has written. It just came out this week, and her launch party is tomorrow in Phoenix. Uh, And we're so excited to have her on the show to talk about this masterpiece. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Please find me on Twitter, Radio. Not only is there a photo of Coach Dar, so you can see that smile and that spirit that I'm talking about, uh, but the title of the book is there as well because I know you're going to want to seek out this book as we talk to Coach Dar. Also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, we'll get back to football. A lot happening at the Combine in Indianapolis. Not much to do with the prospects, really more about the current than the future. And also more from Aaron Rodgers and his actual darkness retreat. But as I say, we are going to pivot and welcome longtime therapist and mental skills coach to both athletes and CEOs. Her name is Darlene Santor, but we call her Coach Dar. I got yelled at the first time I called her Darlene. It never happened again. A brand new book that's out called The Art of Bouncing Back. And Dar, congratulations, first of all, because you're a first-time author The book is out. It's available. People can pick it up. They are already reading it, of course, because your spirit and your wisdom and experience shine through. How does it feel to have your first book launch this week? Oh, it's it's surreal. It's a dream come true. And to be able to actually start and finish a book is a huge (laughs) 
feat in itself. So, to, But truly to see this now in people's hands and people giving me feedback on how it's helping them, that is why all the hours have paid off <laughs> or are paying off. What was it like the first time you held the book in your hands? That was surreal. That Because you see it on the computer for so long <laughs> and then paper as you print it to try to make edits. To see the book in hardcover in your hands is, it's just one of those moments where you're like, wow, we did it. We did it. The book is called The Art of Bouncing Back. What would you say are the one or two main hurdles in your life that you've had to bounce back from? I wish I could only tell you one. (laughs) (laughs) But the biggest hurdle that I've had to bounce back from was having multiple strokes. I've had three strokes in my life, and the first one came at the age of 25, right when I was married and ready to start a family, and that got turned upside down when I'd gone to see a chiropractor, and they manipulated my neck, and when they did, it's a fluke thing. When they did, it ripped my vertebral artery, and I bled into my brain, and so it left me with a blood clot, and I had to overcome that. Thankfully, I did and went on, and... I've had two more after that. And the third one that I just had about three years ago, that truly was the worst one. And I had to do all my own rehab. I will tell you, though, that by that point, the third stroke, all of the tools that I wrote in the book, I used. And it was one of those things that I actually saw it work in action where I did bounce back faster. It was not easy. It was hard. But I did everything that I wrote in that book to get myself back physically, mentally, and spiritually back. And so those are the hardest things that I've had to bounce back from. And then truly losing both my parents most recently, that was another hit. And I lost my father while I was writing this book Mm. and lost my mom when I was on the journey of just starting the book and then lost my dad right when I was finishing the book. And I thought, isn't that ironic that I have to work on these principles in the middle of both coming back from a stroke and then grief. So when I tell you I know these work, not only because my clients get results, but I use them personally, and it has helped me tremendously. She goes by Coach Dar. Darlene Santor is her name. She's a brand-new author, and the book is called The Art of Bouncing Back. And as you can hear, she has lived a lot of these principles and is now telling her story more and more. Also, a mental skills coach for everything from top athletes to CEOs in business. These principles have helped many people. I'm a testament to that, to being able mm-hmm. to, to share your story a little bit. And we're glad to have you again after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio where were the the seeds of this book planted from what you went through or does it go back farther than that originally when i started and i felt called to write a book i started with awakening greatness because that's my mission and helping people step into their greatness and as i was in the process of starting that that's when i had my third stroke and everything flipped upside down and then my mom passed away and then covid hit so <sighs> I then quickly shifted gears because my agent and then publisher said, Dar, you literally have bounced back. Like you've been able to do things and help people where they Mm -hmm. feel a difference. What is the formula? And I, Amy, was saying, I don't really have a formula. I just know what to do. It's innately after being a therapist for 26 years and working with people, it's experience. They said, no, there's definitely 
a formula used. Like people, you could see the difference and in you. So when I sat down to think about this quickly, what was, be, was supposed to be just a chapter, the bouncing back became the whole book. Oh. And it just came to me. I was like, wow, this is exactly what I do. And the principles came right to fruition. I created the outline and then I started, you know, filling out the chapters and it became clear, but I never thought about it because I just naturally knew what to do to help people myself. But these became the very principles that I've used for years now. I don't want you to give too much away because the book is valuable for people to read. However, is there, say, one step or two steps that you can share or maybe a couple of steps that you share with athletes? I know you've worked with the Phoenix Suns and other NBA players in the past. Mm -hmm. So maybe clients that come to you and need to pick themselves up off the proverbial floor and figure out how to move forward again. Absolutely. And, you know, even these steps, I just want to say is, they help you bounce back, but you don't even have to be in the middle of something to read this because what this does is gives you mental foundation, a strong mental foundation. So when the hits come, you will bounce back faster. It builds mental fortitude. So going to like a principle that I start out with, which is embrace the suck, the military term, <laughs> but I start with it only because when you are going through something really hard or life hits, business hits, the pandemic hit, yeah. maybe you've just been laid off, whatever it may be, there's no way I would come alongside and say, okay, let's just pick up and move on tomorrow. You have to sit and embrace it. What is it? What happened? What's the hit that we just took? What do we need to feel, see, and think about this? Because we need to embrace it. We cannot just brush it under the rug, under the table. So I help people realize that Whatever it is, this pain, we could turn to purpose, but we've got to embrace what is it? What really just happened? Because if we don't identify what it is, it's really hard to then tackle it. So once we identify it, embrace it, embrace it meaning acknowledgement, acknowledging it, then we move to, I love this second part because it's understanding your hard wiring. So in sports, there's the scouting card that everyone gets scouted off of their scouting card and it's kind of all of the things that they're good at and maybe what their challenges are. But I take this and shift it to a confidence card. I have people start to understand you were hardwired with these great gifts. So if we're in the middle of a recession or a pandemic or you lose your job or if it's heartache, divorce, whatever, you could lose a lot of different things in those manners, but you did not lose how you were created. You did not lose your gifts. You didn't lose your talents or your education or knowledge. So When I went through my strokes, everything in a lot of ways got shifted for me, but I still had all the education, all the knowledge, all the tools, and my skill set. No one took that away from me. So I just Mm. had to find a different way to put that out there in the world. I didn't lose anything. I gained. And when I get people to start to see that, listen, you could build your whole emotional foundation on the knowledge that is you, your hardwiring. You could create a confidence card that you start writing all these things down on. That becomes your top scouting card. You could always (laughs) go back to that. 
This is why she goes by Coach Dar, again, a mental <laughs> skills coach and, and works with athletes and CEOs and now has a brand new book called The Art of Bouncing Back. Proud of you. So excited for you. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Because of your work with athletes, and, and you and I have talked about this before, uh, we know more and more that mental health is a very real part of sports and that athletes are more open about it. Coaches are more open to it. A lot of teams have either psychologists that they work with or skills coaches like yourself. How have you seen that change in your industry over the past, say, 10, 15 years? Well, you know, when I started out on this and created my own practice, I mean, I've been a therapist since, well, 26 years. But 2008 is when I started my own practice on this. And everyone thought I had like three heads on, like, what are you talking about (laughs) mental skills? And why do we need to work in this in sports and business? And I thought, because it's everything. It's your mental edge. So I have to say to you, I've been paving a way that probably everyone thought was nuts. But what I'm so grateful (laughs) for is now so many people are, are embracing it. And I don't think we would have embraced it if we didn't go through a lot of heartache. Now people are realizing we have to pay attention to this. And it's not just when things go wrong, but we want to work on our mental fitness, and our mental edge all the time so that when something happens, we're already stronger. And I equate this no different to you want to keep up your cardiac health, your physical health. So should something happen to you and you have to go in for treatment or the hospital, yes, it will still be hard, but you will be able to bounce back faster because you took care of your body. You took care of your health. Your body is going to work for you in that situation. I want people to know all of the mental work we do, mental fitness, skills coaching, treating a mental edge, both business and in sports. This is everyone everywhere. When you work on this, you will be set up so that you're healthier and better and you'll take the hits better. You won't sink as fast or you won't stay down as long. What's the reaction when you see people go through these steps and you work with them, they bounce back or they're able to dig into a real mental toughness and mental Mm -hmm. health that helps them to perform better? Are people amazed at this? Oh, yeah. It's literally like a light switch goes off. They're lit (laughs) from within. So I love seeing it because all of a sudden, after they've worked with me and they've gone through it, they now start watching other sports or other events and they'll go, Oh, look at their mindset. Look at how it's affecting them. (laughs) And I'll go, Oh, you're picking it up now. And then when they go through something, they will literally call me and say, Dar, I can't believe how much faster I move through something that normally would have taken me down. And it's probably one of the best calls because I know they're stronger and I know that they're building this mental strength. Now that's going to serve them for the rest of their life. Hashtag raise the bar. What does it mean to raise the bar in your life, in anyone's life? Oh, this is one that you've definitely seen me talk about, and I get excited (laughs) because raise the bar is not about doing more. It's about raising the bar in your standards and your level of excellence. So what you do, you do really well. You don't have to do more. You just have to do what you do well, what you do really well. So how you do anything is how you do everything. Your level of excellence, your level of how you show up, your standard of integrity. We need people to raise their standards so that I know, Amy, when we walk in a room, if you're in the room, we're winning because of how you show up, the energy, the joy, the light, your effort. Everything is always a standard of excellence. We want more people to be walking that out. So what they do 
is an example that others would follow. Kobe Bryant says it best that greatness is not what you accomplish, but it's how you live your life to inspire others to want to live a better life to greatness. It's a ripple effect. So I'm on people all the time that we need our backstage to meet our front stage, that when they see us, it all makes sense and that we're leading people so that, honestly, if our movie was played out right now, we'd be proud of what people saw. And if you are not, you can make the change right now. So raising the bars, raising your standard, raising how you show up, raising the level of excellence. I don't know how you do it with everything that you have on your plate. What happens when you get tired, Dar? <laughs> um, well, I sleep when I can. No, no, I'm just, you know, I, what happens is I sometimes like in season, you know, when we're on a cadence, sometimes like the, the athletes, we have back to back nights, same with us in life and in business. I know when I'm going to be able to catch up. And all I need, I set my life up. So I'm like, okay, I could go, go, go. Then this is my catch up day. Somehow I was made where I need more micro moments. I know I'm not getting big breaks, but I could take the small breaks. And I know enough in biohacking and mindset (laughs) that there's a lot of stuff that you could do for 20 minutes that gives you the equation of uh, the equivalent of two hours of sleep. So I lean into all of the brain fitness tools I can to get my Mm. body to get what it needs. I will say, though, that if you're goal-oriented or you're finish line-oriented, which is similar to me, too, if you can see that finish line and you know it's out there, sometimes, even running a half marathon, I can keep dragging my butt as tired as I am as long as I can see that finish line in front of me. Though sometimes the finish line moves, Dar. Sometimes it moves. It's moved a lot with this book. Every time I thought I was getting the finish line, it moved a little. I thought, oh, boy, but... It's uh, You know what? Here's the thing. Anytime we've ever gotten anywhere where it's gotten hard or you don't know if you can make it and you stick it through, when the day comes where you get to be at that finish line of it, you sit there and go, I'm so glad I didn't give up. So that's a hope and a prayer that I have for everyone all the time is just you have a 100% bounce back rate. Whatever was hard for you in your life, you got to the other side. Whatever project you're working on that's taking a lot out of you. When you get to the finish line of it, you're going to be so glad you didn't give up. So don't give up. You've got your launch party coming up tomorrow. I know you've used the word surreal a couple of times. I can imagine that is going to be surreal as you uh, not only uh, have the book out and available now, but you're going to have a party to celebrate it. What's the feedback so far as people have a chance to read the book? I've already gotten calls from people saying that they couldn't put it down, that they've read it from front to back that it was the tools that they needed. And someone just said, I was having a really bad day and your book came right on time and I read it and it helped me feel better, changed my whole state and I showed up better by the time the end of the day was when I had to be with my family. I thought then that's why the book was written. I just want people to have the tools, Amy, because we could get an MBA, we could learn a language, but we were never taught how to handle life mentally. We just weren't. So I created that. This is the people's book. This is for the people. So that we could all have the tools to know how to show up at life, even when adversity is hitting us. And yes, tomorrow is a day that will be very surreal because it's a world of people from business and sports that will be in the room. And probably if I was to get married, who would be in the room? But they would come (laughs) to my book launch before the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) All in good time, Dar. But it's going to be surreal. And I think what's overwhelming is, you know, Over the years, pouring into so many people, 
I keep just hearing, let us just come support you. So that feels overwhelmingly beautiful. How far back in your life did you think that you would write a book? Because you've been in this career as a mental skills coach and working with people and applying these principles for decades. But what Mm -hmm. about seeds planted for a book? When did that start? When I was little. And when I was in first grade and second, I actually had a hard time reading. I couldn't process fast enough, so I was pulled out of class so I could go with a teacher who would teach me how to read at a higher speed. And she changed my life because she helped me get back on track to the point where I would be the kid in the library all the time reading. I went from having a hard time to loving it. And my mom worked in this little town in Connecticut on the shore, and there was an independent bookstore, R.J. Julia's. And she would say to me, because I would spend summers there, I would literally spend summers in this bookstore while she was working. And she would say, someday, Dar, your book's going to be here. And I thought, oh, sure. And (laughs) 2012, when I started to get this itch to say, I'm going to start writing because I had enough experience helping so many people now. And that's when I started the process. It obviously didn't finish till now. And she said, someday I'll be the first person to buy your book. And while she's not here, this is for her. She knew. She saw it Mm -hmm. all the way back then when you were in first grade. She did. Wow. I'm sure that you wish that you could share this with her and with your dad. But man, everything they poured into you is also uh, now coming out in this book. It's called The Art of Bouncing Back. And just a few minutes with Dar and you're already inspired. You already (laughs) pick up on the energy and you recognize that the book is just a tool to try to unlock some of what she's talking about. So um, where can people find the book now that it's available? It's available. You get it at bookstores nationwide. You can go online at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, CoachDar.com. You could go on there if you want to buy multiple orders. And I'm doing something where if you want to buy some, give some. You could buy some, and then we're going to be donating some to charities of people across the nation that would benefit from having this. So reach out at CoachDar.com or follow on Instagram at the Coach Dar. We have stuff that goes up every day about the book and life to give you mental fuel every day. She is a mental skills specialist. She works with top athletes. She works with CEOs. There'll be both worlds colliding at her big launch party coming up on Thursday in Phoenix. I'm so excited for you. I hope there's some photos out there that we can see. The book is The Art of Bouncing Back. And my goodness, I'm I'm so beaming with pride right now over your, your book and over this opportunity for you. Thank you, friend. It's so good to talk to you, and I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Amy, thanks so much. I appreciate you more than you know. This is the wisdom, the experience, the inspiration, the encouragement, the life skills that she shares with people, not just in the book, but in her practice. From the moment I met Dar, I've I've just been so captivated by her spirit and how she is able to bounce back no matter what life happens in front of her, whether it's physical or mental or emotional, anything. She just, she's an amazing woman. And I hope you're inspired by that conversation. Uh, And yes, the book, The Art of Bouncing Back. Uh, I have only read excerpts, can't wait to pick up the whole thing. Might be giving it as gifts to people in my own life. 
So you can find her Twitter handle as well as uh, the way to access her on social, uh, her website too. That's on our Twitter, After Hours CBS, or me, A Law Radio. Uh, she actually said she would take this conversation uh, once we give her the link and share it on her social media as well, which is really cool. It's After Hours with a. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. I have no problem with Ian Rappaport, Schefter. I think they're really good at their jobs. When it comes to me, they don't know They really don't. They don't have they don't have inner source. They don't have people in my inner circle who are sources. I can promise you that. And anybody who would talk to them is not in my inner circle. It's that simple. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Ah, it almost feels wrong going from the inspiration of Coach Dar to the musings of Aaron Rodgers. Now that comes from before the darkness retreat when he was on his soapbox about anyone who would say publicly, hey, I know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do, or I've spoken to Rodgers, or this is when he's going in his retreat, or this is when he's coming out of his retreat. And I believe that it can be annoying when people think they know what you're going to do, or they are talking about you, and you know their sources did not come from people who actually are plugged in or part of your inner circle, as he puts it. It certainly is an axe that he was grinding before he went into the darkness, though it sounds like his darkness retreat gave him a great inner peace. Now, we've heard kind of uh, his his ideas about the Packers. Not really. It's it's very trans transcendent. No, trans. What's that word? Uh, tr- something and dental. Tran- trans. <laughs> What's the word? I know Marco's looking at me funny. Transcendental. No, it's a type of um, 
Never mind. Oh my gosh, you're looking at me. I can't. Focus I don't know where you're going. Usually, transcendental. I... Wait, it's something like that. That Tra- sounds wrong. Transcendent. Transcendental. <laughs> I'm not sure where you're headed. I got to be fair. It's an SAT word. What, Jay? And then you're asking me. I think that's it. You meaning relating to relating to a spiritual or non-physical realm? That's what I'm talking about. That's so. That's how it's pronounced. Transcendental. Transcend. It, it, it is. Learn something new every day. It is awkward sounding for sure. Okay, so he, in other words, he gives us something concrete. It's more about his mind, his emotions, his, you know, it's it's conceptual as opposed to being concrete. Uh, when it comes to the Packers, I don't know if he's made a decision. I would bet he's pretty close, if not already there, and just hasn't revealed it, and will reveal it in his own good time. But in terms of the retreat, he definitely wanted to talk about that with his friend Aubrey Marcus on Aubrey's podcast. So his darkness retreat accomplished, I guess, his goal going in. It was the exact same feeling seeing you walk across the the dining room table or, the, you know, from the room you're staying in into where I was at in the dining room. It was the same feeling I got when I opened my eyes out of darkness. And that was just an overwhelming sense of love for life. I have no idea what that means. Uh, the sense of love for life, yes. But apparently they're talking about some experience of Aubrey walking on a table. I suppose I could have researched that first, but I didn't really care. Seeing uh, you walk across the, the dining room Do you table. have insight here? No, I, I'm just context clues of what he's talking about. My guess is it sounds like Aubrey Marcus was one of the first people he saw when he came out. I think that was Well, that's what I thought initially too. Can we hear it again? Except that he compares that feeling to when he came out of the darkness retreat, so mm-hmm. I Yeah, I mean, I think he was supposed to be one of the guys that he saw because you have to slowly come out with the, you know, to get let your eyes adjust. I think Aubrey Marcus might have been there as one of the first people he saw after his huh. eyes adjusted to the light. Oh. It was the exact same feeling seeing you walk across the the dining room table. Or the, you know, from the room you're staying mm-hmm. in into where I was at in the dining room, it was the same feeling I got when I opened my eyes out of darkness, and that was just an overwhelming sense of love for life. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's he and Aubrey. I hope that's the case. If not, it's just when no, Aubrey I'm, walked into the room that they did the podcast, and for some reason, Aaron Rodgers was full of love from he, that. He's walking across the dining room table, but I, this sounds more like it might be part of the ayahuasca. <laughs> People uh, walking on dining yeah, room tables. I don't think he meant that as <laughs> on the dining room. I think he meant him in past. <laughs> okay. I guess that's up for debate. Uh, he does say that his time away from the game gives him a balance between his life and his career. There is life and then there is football. And the reason I set it up like that was because I never wanted to be just a football player because mm-hmm. I'm a smart guy who went on Jeopardy and won and hosted Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And okay. I'm interested in all these other things. And look how don't, you know, pigeonhole me is just a football player. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a dumb jock. And I fought so hard for this, what seems now ridiculous um, way to differentiate uh, my life or private life and my career. But what hit me in the darkness was that my life is football. My life and football are connected, and that's totally okay. All right. Do you want to hear him talk I like that, actually. I, no, it's true. I mean, my my calling, my what I was built for is to do sports radio. It doesn't mean just to talk about sports, but my 
this is my calling in life. I've known it since I was 16 years old. So it's impossible to separate. I mean, am I Amy away from the job? Sure. And and are there other elements and other aspects to my life outside of work? Yes. But they are intrinsically related. Yeah, I like the idea that he at least he was self-aware that he was trying to avoid the stereotype and he fought against it and he realized, what am I fighting against? I am part of this. So I like that. I think that's actually, you know what? If you need a darkness to get there to get some self-evaluation, good for you. I it actually like that darkness. one. Good for you. It hit me in the darkness. A lot of things hit you in the dark. I was going to say, what else hit him in the dark? Apparently, uh, there were objects in the darkness retreat. Now, to our understanding, and Marco was here last week when we were talking about this, there's a fireplace in his hut in Oregon. So I don't know how it could be completely dark. Not to mention there are people coming and going. There were people giving him food twice a day. Well, there was a, like a, almost like, I hate to say it's almost like the prison slit. It was like it almost, like it opens up, they hand the food and they close it. It was just like, just like that chamber. If you watch a movie and you watch the, you know, the prison food and you go in the hole, they open up the slit, they put the food in and they close it. That's what that was supposed to be for this too. Huh. But he has to be able to see it. Otherwise, the food would, unless there's a table there for the food to sit on right inside the door, but he'd have to be able to see it to grab it, Right. I mean, again, when the slit opens, you're going to have some sort of crack of light so you can grab the Plus food. Plus the fireplace. Uh, see, the fireplace I was a little confused about um, because should you really be lighting a fire in the darkness? So that's, that's what I mean. I feel like somebody else was in there doing the fireplace. No, I Yes, don't... that's what I read. I read that someone comes in and stokes the fire twice a day. I'm not a dumb jock. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm a little confused as to, you know, you're not supposed to have other people. That's kind of part of the... The retreat, you're away from everyone. So okay. I'm a little confused by that. All right. Well, there were some safety hazards, apparently, in his darkness retreat. It's four steps, medium-sized steps to the bathroom. Only thing I can drill you is this wall on the left here besides the bed. And then once you get to the bathtub, you take a right, and it's about three steps. You got to watch out for this big hook that's coming out of the wall. So <laughs> they got a big hook on the wall. <laughs> well, it's not. It's, it's dicey. It was a dangerous hook potentially if you didn't put the towel. Uh-huh. I put the towel over the hook. It was it was it was a towel hook. When I was just standing there without it, was sitting there without a towel. I was like, that would be really dangerous. All right. So apparently, he avoided getting injured. That's good news because we don't need that if he's going to continue his football career. Jay actually gave me a cut of Aaron Rodgers talking about using the bathroom in the darkness. I mm-hmm, do, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. have a general rule here on the show that we don't we don't do potty humor. Mm-hmm, you know this going back to my days on the weekends where my my weekend shows where Peter Schwartz would try to talk about well, I guess that was right after. So that was right after we became five nights a week. Peter Schwartz would try to tell bathroom jokes and he would try to talk about his bathroom experiences here in the building. And I put the kibosh on that because I did not want to hear it at all. I got to tell you, I didn't know this rule, nor did I know those stories. And I don't think I want to. Yeah, no, I I don't generally do a lot of potty humor on this show because I feel like it's fairly lowest common denominator. But for some reason, Jay gave me an Aaron Rodgers bite on pooping in the darkness. Um, I'm, we're just going to table that for now because Jay's in there giggling and boys love to talk about poop. So, you know, he, you're in there giggling. You've heard the bite. I couldn't even listen to it. I was like, I'm not. I'm not listening to this. I heard it. I couldn't unhear it. I had to at least put it in the cut sheet. It's your call. We play it or huh. not. But I had to at least. All right. We'll see. Hear it. We'll see. I, maybe I need to hear it first. I. I. Heard the first three words and was like, nope. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it gets better from there. But that's the oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, Aaron Rodgers hasn't announced any decision. I believe he already knows. He's just not sharing it with us. He's very calculated in his timing. Hmm. He's uh, busy on the Aubrey Marcus podcast talking about his darkness retreat, which right now is the most important thing to him. So, fine. Um, we, th- there's no real news there. It's just his stories about the darkness. So we're going to get to some actual QB news coming up next, if you don't mind. Do you mind? You don't mind? Everybody mind? Well, what do you mind? I don't really have a say, so yeah, sure. Good point. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. Okay. <laughs> Here's our latest sports update. I'm contemplating the cut. You could play it in your update if you want to. I could. It doesn't really fit the update. Oh, it fits it, it, my show to talk about poop, yeah, but it doesn't yeah, fit it. it. It doesn't fix it. it. It needs like a broad scope and not a condensed All time of two minutes. All you have to do minutes. is say, Aaron Rodgers talked about pooping on his retreat. If you'd like, I can play the cut. I, I do I, have it. I dare you. No. You dare no, me? No, I'll play it. No, I got no, it. No, I don't dare you. I don't dare you. <laughs> I just am saying you could put it in your update if you really want people to hear it that badly. I, I'm aware. I, I didn't realize that it was taboo to play. I didn't well, realize there was a big stigma around this. But if no, you'd like, I have stigma, the cut. Just a general I, rule know. is I feel like potty humor is, yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that. <laughs> this one is somewhat informative and oh. newsworthy. Oh, okay. There were a lot of questions. Okay, news anchor. There were a lot of questions going in about how that exactly happens in the dark. Because what do you do? I've gone to the bathroom in the dark before. In pitch black where you can't see at all. I mean, yeah, when it's dark and you you don't turn on the lights in the middle of the night when you have to get up and go to the bathroom. No, 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 no. That's fine. We're talking something else. Because the idea is you're there for four days. So you're not going to just do that the quick, oh, whatever. You're talking about in darkness, four days. So at some point, you're going to have to truly go. And the question becomes, how do you know you're clean? That's the question? That's the question. Interesting. Because I wouldn't and have that's considered what he, that is the question. Well, and that's what the news was going in, and he answered it. That's not news. It's just curiosity. But it's not Exactly. News. It was curious. There's a lot of curiosity with the whole darkness retreat. What do you do in four days? What do you do in the darkness? What are you thinking about? Where do you go? Like, what exactly does your mind do? You go and, nowhere. Well, that's the idea. But, like, the whole point is four days in the dark. Like, what do you do? We're, we're, you know. All right. All there's right. a lot of different things here. Okay. And that was one of them. All right. And he gave an answer. You don't want to hear it? I don't he really. I guess I don't really care about how people poop in the darkness. It's not not my thing. All right. I was, I was curious <laughs> going right, in. I was curious the answer. Right. Last couple okay. Years. We're now so late. It's not even funny. So now I didn't have time to do QB news at the top of or going up to the top of the hour. This is not news. Cuts only like eight seconds. It's after it hours like. with Amy Lawrence. You. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Jackson will keep it on the read option. Jukes a man, stumbles at the one, dives in for the touchdown. Lamar Jackson. Extends the Ravens' lead with the first rushing touchdown and the first touchdown of the game. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Jerry Sandusky on Ravens Radio. No, a deal has not yet been achieved between Lamar Jackson and The Ravens, however, the Ravens are part of the entourage of coaches and general managers at the Combine in Indianapolis for what is essentially another football convention. So on Wednesday, we had the chance to hear from not only head coach, not only I'm still thinking about Aaron Rodgers and whether or not I'm going to play the cut. I just went and listened to the whole thing and I'm erring on the side of no because it's just TMI and it's gross. And why? Why would you talk about that on a podcast that you know millions of people are going to listen to? How could you possibly say that? Just, ew, it's gross. I've been hosting national radio shows for nearly 20 years. I've never once thought that that was good content. I know I'm a female and I'm different than men, but for heaven's sakes, there are some things that you just do not talk about on a podcast or a national radio show. It's just, ew, it's ew. Ugh. Don't, you know, pigeonhole me as just a football No, player. you're ew. You're ew. 
It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. I'm sorry, that just completely derailed me. Uh, so back to the Ravens. John Harbaugh, he's the ca- the head coach. They're still working toward getting a deal done with Lamar Jackson. Not there yet. We've been texting back and forth here and there uh, over the last ever since the season was over. So I feel like Lamar's doing really well. Um, it's it's uh it's just what it is, part of the business. You know, it's what you expect when you have a great quarterback, when you make a great decision in the draft. You know, and I think we. I think Lamar has done a great job in terms of developing as a quarterback and winning football games and competing and doing all the things that he does. I feel like we've done a great job in terms of uh, bringing out the best in Lamar over the years. And uh, and it's just evident in the way he plays, you know. And so he's my quarterback. He's my guy. I love him. And uh, as a coach, I just, I'm looking forward to seeing it get done. But it's not easy, you know. It's never easy. It's the business part of it. So, um, but I'm really hopeful and excited, fervently hopeful, and I uh, can't wait for it to get done. So John Harbaugh maintains that same line that he has shared with us for the better part of two years now. And that's where they are. Two years in, no deal done. John Harbaugh is relentless in his appreciation, his love for Lamar, and what Lamar has done for the Ravens franchise. But Lamar wants a fully guaranteed contract. And if they don't reach a new deal and uh, some type of a compromise by Tuesday, Baltimore has to slap the franchise tag on Lamar or he becomes an unrestricted free agent, which means they would get nothing in return for him. So this is on the GM, Eric DaCosta, who did actually respond to the T word, the trade word about the Lamar Jackson situation and the fact that they've got to consider all options. You can't win in this league without a strong quarterback. I mean, that's been proven. So we want Lamar here. Um, We think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's... Certainly one of our best players, uh, and we want him back. Living in a world without a quarterback is a, is a bad world to live in, uh, and I think there's a lot of GMs and coaches who would probably say that, who are living in that world right now. We're aware of that. Um, I think we've been uh, blessed since 2008 to have Joe Flacco and, and Lamar Jackson, and uh, my goal is to continue that. DaCosta did call the situation with Jackson, a tough negotiation. Now, you can interpret that a variety of ways. You can interpret it as Lamar and his family. They drive a hard bargain. It's it's tough because we're both dug in. You could interpret it that way. You could interpret it as it's tough because it's not going anywhere. We're not making any progress. But DaCosta did not elaborate, only that it's a tough negotiation with Lamar, who represents himself he does not have an actual player rep and instead it's him and his family according to joel Corey, the former agent who's now salary cap expert for cbs sports he joined us last week any deal that lamar would agree to is reviewed by the nflpa so he does have attorneys and help on his side but he's his own agent it's after hours cbs sports radio You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.